Does the self-esteem of young girls matter? That's coming up next right here on The Parker J. Cole Show. Welcome to the Parker J. Cole Show. I'm your host, the Queen Parker J. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we are going to be joined by a special guest. Her name is Dr. Regina Hall. I met her last year, and I was so invigorated by her platform that when I had the opportunity to showcase her for the International Day of the Girl event, I just had to do it. So I'm so excited. She took time out of her schedule to be here with me today, and we'll get to her in just a few moments. As always, want to thank you for your support. We've been showcasing Christian authors worldwide for the past 10 years, and as God gives us grace, we'll continue to do so. To find out how you can help out, simply go to patreon.com slash write stuff and see what you can do. And as always, we covet your prayers. To stay up to date with PJC Media, simply go to pjcmedia.net. Click that pink follow button. You'll never miss a show. Subscribe to our new YouTube channel at PJC Media where you'll get uploads, updates, and more. Go ahead, subscribe today. And so without further ado, I'm going to bring my guests on board. Dr. Hall, how you doing? Good. How are you? And thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to talk about this because the International Day of the Girl is coming, and some people may not have heard about it. Go ahead and explain what the International Day of the Girl is. Yeah, so thank you again. The International Day of the Girl is on October the 11th. Uh, And the purpose of the International Day of the Girl is really to bring about uh, greater knowledge um, of what issues that girls are facing around the globe. So it is definitely to, um, to educate the public on issues of international concern that girls are facing to promote uh, action by politicians and the other general public on the international issues. The international issues is education, healthcare, equality and pay, uh, various issues that we deal with over here. Uh, One of the things that we're doing for the International Day of the Girl is just bringing more light and awareness to the fact that not only in areas like Africa or let's say Taiwan, that girls are lacking access to sanitary pads. But right here in America, girls are lacking access to sanitary pads. Uh, And so that is something that we're shining the light on. Uh, Also to celebrate the achievements of the international community, uh, the UN, the United Nations uh, started a proclamation or a resolution in 2009 to bring recognition to the lack of uh, diversity as well as inequalities and exclusion. And, and of course, that's called the DEI, so diversity, inclusion, um, and equity. Uh, and, and so what it, what it set a fire in me about when I had the opportunity to present or speak on the international stage um, for Les Brown. I was one of his uh, 10 speakers around the globe. And I started to wonder, it was on the International Women's Day. And I started wondering, is there an International Girls Day? I feel like oftentimes, Parker, we leave girls out. Uh, we We have all these events for women, but what about our girls? And I have a heart for girls. 
I think it's important that you mention this distinction. And as I alluded to at the beginning of the broadcast, I said that self-esteem is one of the biggest hurdles that young girls deal with. Correct. And you mentioned about the lack of sanitary napkins for them to use when they're having their menstrual. And this really can affect a young girl's self-esteem. And women deal with this all the time, but if you don't have what you need to feel protected, to feel clean, (laughs) you know, anything like that, we can't all be the woman of the woman with issue of blood, you know, dragging on the floor, trying to get to the Lord. We can't all be that way. But the fact that you want to have a heart for them, it really does start with self-esteem. If they become, if they become knowledgeable on what self-esteem is, then there can be really great women making impact into the world. And that's one of the other things that's going on behind International Day of the Girl, isn't it? Yes. Yes, exactly. Because we do want to make sure that our girls are uplifted. Um, and what I can also say when you talk about the self-esteem, around 50% of young girls ages 13 are unhappy with their body. By the time girls are 17 years old, nearly 80% are unhappy with their body. And if we even tell the truth from young girls to adulthood, think think about, uh, Parker, how many women are not happy with their body. Quite a few women are not happy with their body. But it starts in young age. And so children or our young girls they're not our future. They're our today. Because what we do today is going to impact how our girls grow up as women. And if we don't have a say-so or a healthy uh, attitude about who we are, then we're not passing on uh, a good attitude for our girls. And so you're right. It's extremely important. The International Day of the Girl, again, it's about diversity, uh, equality as well as inclusion. And on that day, on October the 11th, like I said, it was started by the United Nations. They did a resolution in 2009. In 2011, um, they presented that, I should say. In 2011, they presented that. And then in 2012, they kicked it off. And so since 2012, the International Day uh, has gone global since 2012, and I found out about it two years ago, and that's what got me involved. One thing about International Day of the Girl that you said as you were letting our listeners know more about it is that we want to make sure that our girls are impacted and included in things. And this becomes particularly important, particularly it happens here in the West, but when you go outside of the West, you are seeing evidences of young girls being erased from the social eye except as just have children. And we've all heard horror stories of young women who are forced into marriages that were very much older men. They're forced into all types of uh, human trafficking, sex slavery, those things of that nature. And so this is something you're very passionate about. Where was this passion invigorated from? I wrote a book. My book is called Mommy, I Need You. And it is about the sexual abuse I suffered at the hands of a next-door neighbor uh, and how my mom didn't believe me. And also it talks about the bridge that God uh, created for me and my mother um, to start healing and the healing power of God. So my organization, Sisters Journey Together, started from, birthed from my book, Mommy, I Need You. And I just had such a passion 
to touch the lives of, of girls. And my um, trade is uh, counseling. So I am a counselor. And I wanted to, I would get young girls who would come in and they would tell me stories about them being sexually abused. And some of them, mothers didn't believe them. And the, the men were the were the providers. And they understood how their lives changed. One young lady I'm thinking about in particular, she talked about and cried how her life had changed and how the man had made a difference in, in their lives. They had food on the table. They had a roof over their head. But guess what? He raped her. He molested her. And he was trying to get to her sister. And that was devastating for her. So her question to me became, am I wrong? for, you know, talking about this when he did bring a difference in our lives. And just that challenge of her dealing with that, it devastated me. And it helped me to see, uh, Parker, uh, that I can do more, that I can go out here and mentor young ladies. And yes, you can have someone in your life who brought some good but did a very dirty act. And he doesn't no longer belong in your life. And it's okay uh, for a season that you had a roof over your head and you had things. But the most important person in life is you being safe. And I know that that can be hard uh, for uh, mothers uh, who lives have changed. And that's around the globe. So you're right. Young girls being married off. But they're not as embraced. And over here in America, let's not forget, over here in America, girls and ladies um, these laws that are now being instituted, uh, whether you're a Christian or not, how we want to handle our own bodies are up to us. And and so there it is an erasing that's going on around the globe. Every place have their unique differences, but we have issues over here in America as well. And that's why I think we always have to bring it back home. There's nothing wrong with wanting to assist young young women across the globe. Please don't misunderstand me dear listener, but we also have a mission field here to help our young girls here. And so that's why it's called International Day of the Girl. And we're talking about some really tough topics, but you are so fearless in not being afraid to touch on those topics. Do you think it's because of the experiences that you had that made you bold in this and meeting other women who need closure, who need healing, and who also need resources to defeat trauma that has happened in their lives? So, yeah, that's a loaded question, right? Uh-huh. I I feel encouraged, and I often have to take courage when I am feeling fear. <laughs> I have to move beyond my fear. I have to be able to say, I don't care. I have to not care about what people think about what I'm doing or saying, but I do feel the pressure on the inside like anybody else would. And I think that's a misnomer because when people see me, they see my strength and and, and they see what I'm standing for and my passion and how compassionate that I am. And, And they automatically assume that it just comes natural for me. And what I can tell you, it doesn't. It doesn't come natural. Not all of it. Now, I'm outspoken, and that's true. I am outspoken. And I do stand up for what I believe. But I shake on the inside, too, and I do it regardless. These topics are important for us to talk about, to bring light to what our girls are facing, for us as women to take note and get involved, 
for us to realize that we were those little girls at one point ourselves, and it is unfair for us to judge. I was reading today in, in the Word of God out of Romans 3, and it is so beautiful. Uh, it's such a beautiful scripture. I would just encourage your readers to just read Romans 3. And I had an opportunity to tell a young lady who was filled with so much guilt to say, everybody, everybody have fallen short of the glory of God. Every single one of us. That is so <laughs> true. And that's important, though, because sometimes we do get on high horses. That's right. And we do want to say, I'm superior in this particular manner. But if we really started to probe and dig into your own past, we're going to find some carbuncles in there as well. And so I definitely am on board with what you're saying that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I like what you said here. You said, take courage and move beyond fear. I think this is important for our listeners there, especially those who are dealing with past like you, you have experienced and other women have experienced, where you move beyond the fear because fear is a barrier. It stops you from doing things or saying things and learning how to find your voice. So those things are important. So, dear listener, I want to remind you that International Day of the Girl is October 11th. How can our listeners be a part of the event? So on October 11th is the event, and they can go to my website, um, Sisters Journeying Together, and they can become a speaker or reader. And what we're asking that they do is go within their communities, if schools or organization where they have girls, and even some have asked me, well, what about boys? Boys uh, need to know how to treat girls, and that's true. If you if you are a speaker or trainer and you enjoy working with young people and you have an avenue where you can make a difference on this day, whether you're reading, you're speaking, you're doing a workshop, we invite you to go to Sisters Journeying Together and you can click on the International Day of the Girl Child, scroll down, you can become a volunteer, or you can put in for the, your organization would do an event. So the topics that we're focused on is self-esteem and self-image, affirmation, conflict resolution. Uh, those are the topics that we're focused on, those three topics, as well as talking about uh, the issues that girls, the unique issues that girls are facing around the globe. I also want to mention to Parker that on September the 16th, I am having a tea. It's called Women Empowering uh, Tea, Girls Tea Party. It's a tea party for you to come and wear your big hats. You can put on your best clothes. We just ask whatever you wear, no jeans and, and no gym shoes, but come on September the 16th to Tapestry from 12 to 3. Tickets are $40, and this money is going to be used uh, for, for our programs and uh, furthering our programs in dealing with girls in terms of education as well as programming. I also want to thank our sponsor, one of our sponsors, which is a Skillman uh, Center. The Skillman Foundation helped us in bringing this about. So there is sponsorship as well. If you go to Sisters Journey Together and click on sponsorship, or you can attend the event. All vendors now, all vendor spots are taken, and we're looking forward to this being a fabulous event to promote equality, diversity, and inclusion for our girls. One thing that I think is a very basic part of being a girl is dress up. 
even for those girls yeah. who don't like to dress up frilly dress up, they just want to look nice and look their best. You know, you see some girls who are tomboys and they still like to dress up. They want to yeah. get into that flow of things, you know. And so I like the idea of the high tea uh, that you mentioned because the high tea just calls back to sophistication. Yeah. Calls back to, you know, <laughs> dressing yourself up, looking your best. That's why I'm so glad you said no denim and no gym shoes. Now, some people may say, well, you're excluding me. We're not excluding you. We're just saying, go ahead and put your best foot forward. Go ahead and dress up a little yeah. bit. Just a little bit. Just it's a little not, bit. I don't think it has to be church church dress. No, you know, just not dress at up all. a little bit. A little more professional. A little more. Just have your flats on instead of the stilettos. You know what I mean? If you want to yeah. do that, yeah, I would never wear truth, stilettos. Parker, though. Because I can't wear heels. <laughs> not, not anymore. Too old. Past that. I can wear a smaller heel. So I can wear a platform. But heels hurt, and and so please, yes, do not misunderstand us. I think heels should come with a caution sign. I like what you said. Heels hurt. <laughs> yes, heels hurt. That's right. <laughs> heels do hurt. Um, and so we're not trying to exclude anybody. We just want that day to be really special. And like you said, where we dress up, come together, and it doesn't have to be an overdress. You can wear a sundress, whatever you like. Even if you want to wear jeans, dress it up. It's just no gym shoes. That's what we're saying. And I know young people dress in gym shoes these days, but I love what you said, um, Parker, um, um, that it's okay to be a little different that day. And especially it's just a day, a couple hours out That's of your it. time, you 12 know. 12 to 3. Yeah, 12 to 3. So make sure that you go to the show link below. All the links will be in the show description below. Go ahead and take a time out to help the young girls in your community. Now, some people may not have the organizational skills that Dr. Hall has. Some people may not have the wherewithal, but you can always do something to uplift the girls in your community, whether it's abroad or just here at home. So what are some practical solutions for people who want to actually, after the International Day of the Girl ends, they want to get more involved just locally where they sit? What can they do? So I love that question. That is very powerful, and thank you for that. So one of the things they can do is speak life. Speak life. So oftentimes, we are not affirming our young girls. We, we have names for them. This is a different generation, and it is. It's okay. But how do we minister to them is so important. So one, speak life. Read a book to your girls. If you can't go out and you're a stay-at-home mom or, or you have other activities, but you have a group of girls in your neighborhood, bring a group of girls together in your neighborhood and read a book. Talk about bullying. That's our focus. Our theme is uh, stand up against bullying through respect. Respect one another. You, you don't have to agree with the lifestyles of others, but we are called to love. Above all else, love. That is what we are called to do. Not judge, because in reading in Romans 3, what is stated, Parker, was that when we judge others, we are judging ourselves. So be careful of judging others. And as Christians, let me say this, I am a Christian, full fledged, love the Lord, and going to heaven and believing it and strive every day of my life to live as Christ would have me to live. But one thing I'm not, I'm not above. I am who God say I am. And that's what we want our girls to know, that they are who God say they are. So if they're being something that you think is opposing God, it, we don't have to tear them down. We can guide them through the way we live. So live, live fruitful, live on purpose, and live breathing life. That's what I believe. So read a book, 
get, get a group of girls together, do some coloring, uh, tell them about a childhood story when you were bullied, but share your life and share it in a way that you are leveled at the cross and you're able to talk to them from where they are and not from where you are. Meet people where they are. Thank you. And I think that's just the best way for us to end this show today. And I want to thank you so much, Dr. Hall, for being with us. And for those of you who want to find out more about Dr. Hall, you can simply go to her website. Her website is sistersjourneyingtogether.com. And you can also find out no, more about org. her. Org. 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 Thank you. Yes. Sistersjourneyingtogether.org. And you can also find, about, find out about her as a speaker. She does do speaking engagements. And um, she does have a website. I believe you still have it, reginahall.org. Com. Yep, ReginaCHall.com. Because okay. there's another Regina Hall. So it's okay. Regina <laughs> she took your name. <laughs> <laughs> so ReginaCHall.com, where she yeah. can tell you the different topics that she speaks about that you want to for your organization. So even like she said, even though she saves, sanctifies, fill the precious Holy Spirit, fire and water. Um, and I hate to say it so cliche, but that's true. But um, at the same time, you know, it's not just for the faith-based community. I, I think this is something that transcends the faith-based community. Yes. But it can lead to the faith-based community for sure. For sure, I think it yes. can lead there. But yes. um, she'll talk to your organization, whether it's uh, faith-based or not, um, because her her topics are geared towards the pain that a person experiences. And I said this recently on the show that I was recording, dear listener, that pain is real. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why we know there's a God because pain is real and our pain actually matters. And I think that becomes really important because if God did not exist, our pain would not matter. The things that we experience, the tra- uh, trauma, that actually matters. I didn't say it was right, but it matters. And if it matters, that means that there is a solution to fix it and that pain can be used to build a bridge to greater glory. Yes. And I think that's a good place to leave it off on. So, Dr. Hall, thank you again for being thank with us you. on the show today. Thank you so much, so much, so much, so much. And I appreciate it. And, again, go to sistersjourneyingtogether.org. And I'm going to leave you, dear listener, with a poem I used to know back in the day. It was on my mother's wall growing up. And it was said, um, it's basically what our little girls made of. And I want you to think about this as you go throughout your day and try to figure out what little girls are made of. It says simply, what are little girls made of? Sugar and spice and everything nice. That's what little girls are made of. And it seems really simplistic, but just let you know that it's sugar, which is the sweet and the spice. And as we get older, young girls, you're going to find out that you're a little bit of both and more. Sometimes you're herby, sometimes you're earthy, sometimes you're chalky, sometimes you're cheesy. But get this, you're a little girl loves you so much. So let's make sure that we celebrate the young girls in our lives. Go ahead. Support International Day of the Girl. See what Dr. Hall is all about by visiting her websites, which will be in the show description below. And you have a wonderful, absolutely glorious, blessed day. And God bless.